0: Entrepreneur on Fire 786. John Lee
1: Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite.
0: Fire Nation, today is my birthday, the big 3 5, and I couldn't be more excited than to be sharing it with you here today. And I was talking with Gary Vaynerchuk a couple of days ago and he said, hey, Let's offer Fire Nation something pretty awesome because of your birthday, JLD. And hey, when Gary Vee talks, I listen, my friends. So we've put something together for you, Fire Nation, to help me celebrate my birthday. Go to winelibrary.com. Use the Wine Time promo code. That's Wine Time. And that's going to get you free shipping on any purchase This is a gift from Gary Vaynerchuk and me to you. in Fire Nation, this is a 100% gift. I'm getting nothing from this besides the joy of you getting something awesome from winelibrary.com. So use wine time as a promo code. Free shipping's coming your way. Enjoy the holidays and thank you in advance for all of your birthday wishes. I am prepared to ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Start your next design project today at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. And in honor of my birthday week, December 15th, 99designs is giving you an extra $30 off. All you have to do is launch your contest this week. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Harry Campbell. Harry, are you prepared to ignite Yes, I am. <laughs> oh. Rights. <laughs> Harry is a full-time aerospace engineer, blogger, freelance writer, and entrepreneur. He started his first website in 2012, a personal finance blog for young professionals, and Harry's current project is a blog and podcast for rideshare drivers. After just six months, the rideshare guy is one of the top sites for rideshare drivers, and he is a leading influencer in the rideshare community. Harry, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally, and then expound upon. On the biz.
1: Thank you for the intro. I'm definitely psyched to be on the show. It's almost kind of weird to hear your voice because I'm so used to hearing it over a podcast <laughs> but now I'm hearing it live. So it's pretty cool. cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so a little bit about me, you kind of touched on it in the intro, but uh, I actually still work uh, full time as an engineer. I, I've been working um, my day job for about five years. And I started uh, with my personal finance blog back in 2012. And it was kind of just a hobby to start. Um, I really enjoyed it, though. And, you know, I never really got quite the traction that I was hoping for. But, you know, meanwhile, I'm still learning about, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and all of the online marketing and all that kind of stuff. And when I saw this opportunity kind of arise, I actually started driving for Uber and Lyft and then a couple other rideshare companies. And when I saw this opportunity arise, you know, I knew that I had to jump in and I didn't want to, you know know, just jump in and I really wanted to take advantage. And so you know, I started my blog and podcast and kind of taken off from there.
0: So I do want to do a little bit of a side note here because you know we're gonna dive into some great things, but you know, I just have to be completely honest. When I saw Uber and when I saw Lyft, it Mm -hmm. immediately clicked with me. I'm like, I'm never gonna get into a taxi again. And you know, (laughs) it just made so much sense to me. Like every entrepreneurial bone in my body was like screaming Finally, yes, this is such an awesome and amazing alternative. And I mean, listen, if you're listening out there right now and you're part of Fire Nation and you're a taxi driver, like know that I love you because you're listening to Entrepreneur Fire and (laughs) I'm sure you're awesome. But I just have to be completely honest. I I love being 100% transparent. I have had 90% of my experiences in taxis have been horrible, have been really bad. You know, I've gone to taxis. Nine times out of 10, you know, they're, they're, they have a headset on. They're talking at a very loud pitch to somebody else in a foreign language, just yabbering away. I'm not even able to have conversations with a person next to me. They could care less if I enjoy or don't enjoy the ride. I am just literally a piece of baggage in their car. And Uber and Lyft was so refreshing. You know, you get into the car, you get greeted, you're off for the water. They care because guess what? They're accountable. They actually get rated and ranked after every single ride. And Fire Nation, if you're listening, you're kind of still scratching your head. That's exactly what Uber and Lyft are. They are rideshare programs that you can just use a great app on your phone, request a Lyft or an Uber. They come pick you up and they take you to where you want at a very reasonable rate. It's amazing. Google it. You'll be as impressed as I am if you haven't taken it. And if you have taken them you love them as much as I do, believe me. So again, nothing against taxi drivers. 10% of you are amazing, I'm sure. But 90% of you need a uh, to go to the school of Uber or the school of Lyft to figure out how to actually treat clients. And Harry, that's actually what I want to talk about in a little bit uh, coming up is the wow factor. How do you wow your audience, your listeners, whoever it might be, you know, for Uber and Lyft, it's your riders. So before we get into all this jazz, share with us a success quote and why you chose this quote.
1: Definitely. Um, This is something I actually have been kind of using all my life. And the quote is, life is all about prioritization. If something's important, I'll make the time to do it. And the reason why I kind of share that quote is uh, because, you know, I have a lot going on in my life, just got married, you know, working on multiple projects. And, you know, at times people are always asking me, hey, how do you have time to do all this? You know, how do you have time to travel? You know, I like to travel. How do you have time to work on your blog? How do you have time for this new project? How do you have time for your wife? Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, for me, it's all about, you know, just prioritizing and something's really important. You know what I mean? I'm going to make time to go out there and do it. And, uh, you know, I actually uh, had this quote from uh, when I went on a buddy's podcast and uh, Kate actually favorited it. And that's why I figured it would be a good quote to use. Nice.
0: And he's referring to Kate Lynn Erickson, my better half-fire nation yes. of Kate's take and, of course, all the content creation on our blog and everything else that we have going on that's good in the world. So Harry, that was a great quote. Um, I love how you expounded upon that. And now I really want to dive into your journey. You know, I I really want to get to where you're at now and, and how you created this, but you know, we all have a failure. We all have a misstep in our life. You know, you're an engineer, um, you're married, you know, you have a lot of things going on, but take us to an actual story of a failure that you experienced.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have a good. It's kind of a broad one, but um, you know, so with my personal finance blog that I started uh, you know, I started as a hobby, but then I started, you know, getting a little traction and uh, making some money off of it. And I thought, hey, you know, this could actually be something right here. You know, this could allow me to quit my day job or this could, uh, you know, help me get to where I want to be financially and in life in general. And so, you know, I was really working hard on it and, you know, producing multiple articles a week. And, you know, what I was finding was that I just wasn't getting the results that I wanted. I was putting a lot of effort into it. And, you know, just because of the sheer fact that there's, you know, it was a very saturated niche. There are so many other sites. I mean, tens of thousands of you know finance sites and blogs. And the reason why I started was because it's something I really enjoyed. And I still do it to this day. I still write one or two articles a week because it's something I really enjoy. But I've definitely kind of toned back just because... I saw that there was, you know, there's so much other competition out there. And that was kind of, you know, the one thing that had led me to this new site starting the Rideshare Guy is, you know, I, I, I'm always looking for something that I have an interest in, I think is huge. And especially with blogging, you know, if you're going to need to write, you know, I think you've mentioned before, you know, you need to be able to write 50 topics or 100 topics, you know, have all those ideas in your head. And so that's kind of something that I was looking for, something that I had an interest in and, you know, something that had a lot of opportunity. And that's why I started my new site.
0: So this is a really great point that I want to just break into for a second for Fire Nation. And the reality is, and I'm telling you across the board, Harry, you are not the first person to go broad when you start, you know, just to say, you know what, I like this topic, finance, fitness nutrition entrepreneurship and you know just to start writing about it and guess what i'm sure you were inspired by it i'm sure you have some great knowledge on it and i'm sure it was wonderful in a lot of ways but like you said tens of thousands there is so much saturation in these broad markets that it's so hard to stand out it's so hard to really make your mark in it but you know what happens, Fire Nation, when you are just when you have the courage? And Harry, I mean, you'll back me up here because it takes courage to niche. It's not easy. It's, yeah. it's scary because you're like, oh my God, I'm only going to be writing to people that actually like to do ride share. I mean, there's yeah. only, you know, like 20 or so cities that even have ride sharing programs. I mean, what am I doing to myself? What about those millions of people around the world that need help in personal finance? XYZ. If you try to resonate with everyone, Fire Nation, you will literally resonate with no one. And that's what Harry was finding. You know, He wasn't getting any traction because there wasn't gonna be anybody saying, oh, you like personal finance? Oh, go to Harry Campbell's blog because they had a million of Harry Campbell's blogs out there. But guess what? Now when people hear, oh yeah, ride sharing, yeah, there's this guy, Harry Campbell, he is crushing it. He's just dominating, he's the person, he's the guy. He's the, the ride sharing guru. And that's the kind of market That's the kind of niche that you want to go into. So Fire Nation, have the courage to niche down. That's my takeaway, Harry. What's yours?
1: I would definitely add on to that because, you know, I think especially when you're starting, though, you might not know that niche that you want to find. And, you know, anytime you're doing anything, whether it's, you know, blogging or online in life or work in general, you know, you're going to make a ton of mistakes at the beginning. And I'm super glad that I started my finance site first because I learned so much from it that, you know, now when I'm going... On to onto my rideshare site, I say, "Hey, you know, I already have all this experience, and while I wasn't able to, you know, really effectively use it in the past, now I'm doing. You know, I'm the same person writing, I'm the same person doing all the same content and creation, and now, you know, people are really loving my articles and telling, you know, but I'm, I just find it funny because, hey, I'm also doing the same <laughs> exact stuff on my finance site. Right? Nobody <laughs> loves that site, though. You know,
0: this is one thing though where at the same time, you know, one back can scratch another. I mean, if yeah. you know, you can actually start getting some more traction with your personal finance site, because guess what? You know, now you're actually getting some raving fans who will probably read and, and really follow you anywhere you go. I mean, with me, you know, I got my, my traction, my start in the podcasting niche. And so now, you know, I'm also looked at as a webinar guru because, you know, I've proven myself in the podcasting sphere. I've also proven, proven myself in the webinar sphere. Sphere, excuse me, and Fire Nation is more than willing to say, "Well, you know, we trust, no like, and love John's content in the podcasting world. Like, of course, we're going to give him a a whirl in the webinar department if that interests us." And that was just a natural transition, and that's what you can do, Fire Nation, when you build those raving fans. But you never will build them unless you are willing to niche down. And yeah, Harry, let's kind of move forward into that, you know, next moment that. Aha moment. And there's a story there. I know it. Um, it's your choice. It's your call on what aha moment you choose. But I'm excited. I'm on the edge of my seat. So take it away.
1: All right. So my aha moment, I mean, it definitely came when, you know, I, I was a couple months into my rideshare site. And, you know, I knew that I knew that there was something there. I knew it was I didn't know how big it was going to be or how much it was going to grow. But, you know, I knew there was a market for it. And I wasn't sure if the site was eventually, you know, going to make me millions or anything like that. But, you know, I was really confident, basically. And, I think the thing that kind of started me on that aha moment is when I started getting emails from my readers. And, you know, I've had this finance site for a few years and I get a couple emails, you know, from time to time here and there once every month, maybe a few months. And, but, you know, I felt like almost every day or every other day I was getting a new email from a reader just saying, Hey, you know, they were just reaching out just to say, Hey, I love what you're doing. How can I help you? You know, I just want to thank you. And I thought that was so cool because, you know, now, you know, normally you put out these articles and you can see the page views and the stats. To, hey, people are reading, people are sharing. But when people take the time to reach out and tell someone that they really appreciate what you're doing. I mean, I've done that in the past, you know, I've reached out to, you know, bloggers or other um, writers that I really like. And, you know, most of the time, I don't get a response or, you know, they're too busy, or too big. But, you know, that's really cool. You know, now I know kind of how they feel, even if they don't respond, they're still reading it and still seeing that, hey, people are really appreciating my content. And, you know, that, that's kind of felt pretty good.
0: Absolutely, and one thing that's always just been such a realization for me is that contact Fire Nation is the best form of validation. If people are going to read what you're writing, if they're going to hear your words on a podcast, and then they're going to take the time to go above and beyond and reach out to you when also, and believe me, it's just across the board, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're expecting that they're not going to hear back from you because they have this perceived notion, and in my case, incorrectly, because I respond to everybody who reaches out to me via email, but you know, they have this notion that, you know, that they're never just going to get a response back. So when people do start contacting you, that will always be the best form of validation. And Harry started to get that. And my question to you, Harry, is what was your response when people contacted you?
1: I mean, just honestly, I was psyched because it was just a cool feeling. You know, when people started contacting, I mean, one of the first people that contacted me he said, hey, I want to pay you. I said, well, what do you mean you want to pay me? I, I want to give any. you money. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I don't charge anything. You know, I'm doing this all for free. I'm not even expecting to make money, you know, for at least six months to a year. And, you know, he says, no, I want to pay you. How can I help you? And I said, well, you know, I gave him an Amazon link referral link or something like that. You know, I said, I mean, thank you so much. I don't want to take money from my readers, you know, and it's just been a cool process. And I mean, you know, I really like, uh, you know, how you respond to every single emailer because that's, you know, that's a big leap, you know, just leaving a comment on a blog is one thing, but for someone to take the time and email you, I think is cool. You know, that's kind of how I reached out to you. I was surprised to get an email and I think you emailed me back pretty quickly too. So that was cool. <laughs>
0: I'm on it. I, I love it. I- and you know, to me, um, you know, that, contact, that contact will always be that best form of validation. And so for me, it's very important that I stay up on that. Now, let me get more specific with the question. I, I do like mm-hmm. your answer. That was powerful. But what was your specific response when people contacted you? What did you respond with?
1: Um, My specific response was, I mean, you know, I kind of looked at it like, this is awesome. People are contacting me, but also now I have people that are, you know, they like what I'm doing and how can they help me? And which may be a little bit selfish, but I'm thinking, hey, these people have taken the time to reach out to me.
0: Well, it's not selfish when you phrase it, how can they help me help them?
1: Exactly. And I mean, you know, the thing is, I kind of, you know, I asked them to hey, help share the site, you know, what can I do for you in the meantime, you know, because these people are reaching out to me. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, eventually I'm hoping to figure out a, a little bit better way to leverage people that contact me, but... Well, I'm
0: you know, going to my- give it to you right now, Harry. Yeah. When people reach out Fire Nation and they contact you, you know, you can't be vague with the response or just kind of give them more work to do by saying, you know, yeah, like I'd love for you to kind of do a full, you know, look over my set and give me some feedback. I mean, the reality is you ask this one question and it will change everything. You just respond with the question, what is the one thing that you are struggling with most right now in reference to this topic that you're emailing me about the response that they will give you, Harry, will be absolute gold. They will give you their problems, their obstacles, their challenges, their pain points mm-hmm. that you can then take, that you can then write down and you can keep track of, see which ones float to the top quantity wise, and then create the solution for them. And that's where you're going to be turning you know, a blog where you're sending someone an affiliate link on Amazon yeah. to saying, hey, I actually have a suite of products I've created because I get a lot of questions just on that and a lot of struggles and pain points and obstacles that my readers have, if any of these solutions make sense to you, here they are right here. And that is where you start to leverage in a major way. And Fire Nation, it is just as easy as it sounds. Now, Harry, what I want you to do is share with us a moment in time. To be frank, you've told some good stories, Mm -hmm. but you haven't gotten as story specific as I typically like. So here's your redemption opportunity. (laughs) Take us to your proudest entrepreneurial moment. What was it?
1: My proudest moment is probably launching the podcast. I mean, when I kind of approached it as this, you know, I saw that there was this opportunity for a rideshare site. I didn't want to just do a blog. You know, that's something I've already done in the past. I wanted to take it as an opportunity. I want to say, Hey, I'm also, I'm not only going to do a blog. I'm also going to do a podcast. I'm going to go in and really just crush this opportunity. You know, I could kind of go in and maybe do the bare minimum or do something that's going to be good, but I want to provide, you know, I want to be the ultimate resource. I want every single driver out there to have a least heard of my site. They don't have to love it, but I want them to at least heard of it. And so, you know, my proudest moment is definitely when I started this podcast. It's something that I've been thinking of and something that I've been wanting to do forever. And, you know, I listen to a ton of podcasts and, you know, I say, Hey, I want to give this a shot. And it was cool to see that, Hey, you know, I'm going out there and providing content that people are liking. And that podcast has really been, you know, something that it makes sense for drivers because they're out there on the road a ton. They, you know, they need something to listen to. And so it was really just the perfect opportunity for me to provide a ton of value
0: to them. Fire Nation, you need to provide content where your consumers, listeners, readers, viewers want to consume that content. And Harry, it is such a no-brainer. You know, in fact, I would have given you a virtual backslap if you didn't have a podcast right now because <laughs> you are, you know, trying to become and have maybe have become like the ride share guru here and the reality is what are ridesharers doing? They're driving in their cars. They're not sitting at home reading blog posts or watching videos. They're in a car driving to their next pickup. You know, they're dri- they're sitting in the car waiting for that next, you know, beep to come in so they can go to that next location. These are perfect opportunities to consume audio only content and to not provide that to them would be doing a major disservice. So Fire Nation, be thinking about that, you know, as you're thinking about what you're creating content-wise. You know, that's why it's so important. I always stress that avatar. Who's your perfect listener? Who's your perfect reader? Who's your perfect viewer? And where are they going to be when they're doing any of this consumption of your content? And Harry, let's go to today. I want you to share with Fire Nation the one thing that has you most fired up right now.
1: The one thing that has me most fired up right now is just kind of becoming an influencer in the rideshare space. You know, now... Um, when I go out and when I'm reaching out to companies, it's, it's cool to see that, hey, they know me, they've heard about me, or they even reach out to me. And, you know, I'm trying to leverage all these different opportunities, but, you know, being someone in an industry, you know, and obviously it's, you know, it's a, Pretty large and growing industry, a billion dollar industry in cities across the US and the world. And it's cool. You know, I'm getting reached out. You know, people are reaching out to me, asking me for my advice from countries all around the world. And, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of what keeps me going right now. You know, I'm doing a lot of work. I'm doing a ton of work on the site right now with content, reaching out, marketing, partnerships, everything. And I just want to, you know, I don't want to have to tell anyone no. I want to be able to help out everyone and I want to meet as many different people in the industry and, you know, see how I can help and how I can partner up with everyone.
0: So Harry, you're on the path, you're doing all the right things, you found your niche, you're continuing to double down to focus on it. And you know, I'm kind of excited to, to hear some of your answers coming up in the lightning round. But mm-hmm. before we get into that lightning round, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Back in the late 1990s, when web blogs began to appear, authors had little to say over how content was displayed. These days, you need to make every visit count. Your homepage is your point of contact with both first-time and repeat visitors, so you want it to be visually appealing and easy to navigate. Remember, you only have a few seconds to hold your visitor's attention. Luckily, we have 99designs to help us make our sites both beautiful and user-friendly. 99designs is the world's largest marketplace for graphic design and gives you access to over 900,000 talented designers. So whether you're looking for an eye-catching website design, a sleek new banner ad, or icons to help you drive more traffic to your site, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. And in honor of my birthday week, December 15th, 99designs is giving you an extra $30 off. All you have to do is launch your contest this week. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post, once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter dot com slash fire. That's zip dot com slash fire. Again, try zip for free. You must go to zip dot com slash fire. Harry, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan?
1: Sounds good. I'm ready.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Um, the thing that was holding me back was just, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do a great job. You know, I didn't want to go into something and kind of say, Hey, is my heart really in this? You know, I wanted to go in and say, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to crush this and I'm going to do a really good job. And that was the one thing, you know, so it was maybe just a little bit of a confidence issue and going out there and seeing, you know, say, Hey, other people are doing it. And I think I can do just as good of a job, if not better. And once I kind of got that right mindset, the right, you know, frame of mind, I was ready to go and I did it.
0: What did it take to get there?
1: It probably took a little bit of time because, you know, I wanted to, you know, I didn't want to jump right into something that, you know, maybe wasn't the best idea. You know, I was just waiting for that right idea. And, you know, with my rideshare site, I was thinking, hey, you know, there's tons of different niches and opportunities, but, you know, this is going to take a lot of energy. It's going to take a lot of time if I'm not, you know, if I don't have that right idea, I don't want to go out and waste, you know, a year of my life working on something that if it's not going to work out.
0: I'm sorry. The correct answer was entrepreneur. (laughs) What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: You know, kind of listening to a lot of the online marketers, you know, just like John and other people that I listen to in the industry is to really find that niche, you know, that we've already talked about, but find that niche that you're good at and try to be the best at that niche. You know, something I kind of keep talking about because I was, my finance side, I do everything. I talk about everything. And that's not really the best style for me or for blogging in general. You know, you really want to find something and be an expert in that topic. I think that's what it really took for me to grow.
0: See, it wasn't that hard. The answer is always listening to Entrepreneur on Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success.
1: Um, I think what contributes most to my success is just... You know, the ability to kind of create that awesome content and to kind of be in the space. You know, one of the things with the, you know, doing my finance or rideshare, it's something that I do personally, right? So, for example, on my finance site, everything that I talk about are things that happen in my own life. The re- whole reason I started my rideshare site was because I was a driver. And I say, hey, I know exactly what these people need. I know what they want to listen to. I know what they want to read because I am a driver. So, it's really just putting yourself in those shoes. And that's what I think I'm doing a good job of.
0: Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners?
1: Uh, Yeah, you know, I I don't have a specific one, but I thought of something that has really enabled my business to grow. It's more of a general thing, but basically my VA. And, you know, the thing is about my VA, I think I did something, you know, I don't know if other people have done this, but I kind of used one that uh, was being shared among a a few other personal finance bloggers because I don't have a ton of time to go out there and train a VA. And, you know, I'll be honest, I'm kind of cheap, so I'm not going to pay a ton of money to a VA. But, you know, we found one, you know, that a couple of my finance blogger friends were using and the cool thing was we were able to kind of leverage each of us you know would train her in certain tasks you know we didn't have a formal plan but you know i would say hey do you know how to do this and my va would say yeah you know i've done it for this other site and so it was really you know just a few of us getting in together and kind of leveraging this one resource and that's you know been a big help because now i use her on my rideshare site all the time
0: if you could recommend just one book harry for our listeners what would it be and why
1: I have a great book and, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit from my finance background because I've read a, read a ton of personal finance books. And the one book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And for those who don't know, it's basically a book about investing, but, you know, I'm not in love with the investing, actual investing advice, but just more like the inspirational and motivational aspect of it, just because it talks everything that is kind of going on in my life as far as entrepreneurially and, you know, investment and finding the right investment and diversifying your income. And, you know, that's what I think is so huge for entrepreneurs. I mean, I work full time still. And for me, you know, I found this entrepreneurial side gig and I'm really just trying to build it right now. It's my second source of income. But, you know, the things that they talk about in the book are just very inspiring. And I'd honestly, I don't know how you could read that book and not go out and invest in real estate or not go out and start a business or something that's really going to put you on the right.
0: Yeah. And Robert Kiyosaki actually just launched a podcast um, a few months ago. Oh, nice. It's pretty intense, I will say, a little forewarning, but has some good content in there. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like this one for free at EO eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Harry, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: All right. It's a great question. It's one I've been thinking about because obviously I knew you were going <laughs> to ask me. <laughs> and uh, what I think I would do was I'm just going to start networking because. I don't know. I feel like I've gotten the best opportunities in life just through networking. I mean, one of the reasons I became a driver was start networking. You know, the people I'm driving around with great networking opportunities and everything that I've kind of gotten, all my best opportunities, all my gigs, you know, interviews on podcasts or guest posts or anything like that has just been from reaching out to people and, you know, getting to know them first instead of just asking, hey, can you do this for me or can you do that for me? Like really making that true connection with someone. So that's how I'd spend my time, you know, reading other people's posts, you know, reaching out to people saying, Hey, I love what you're doing. I love this. I don't necessarily need anything in return, but I just want to reach out to you and start getting to know you because, you know, those are the type of people who are going to be much more willing to help, you know, than someone that you randomly ask for help.
0: Well, Harry, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. Then we'll say goodbye.
1: Definitely. So the best way to connect with me, you can find me on my website, therideshareguide.com. Or if you want to read about my finance stuff, I'm at yourpfpro.com. And you can just hop on there and find me, send me an email. I'm all over social media. So that's another good way to find me. And one piece of guidance that I want to say, um, so something kind of that obviously relates to me and what I think has led to my success is just being patient. Um, you know, doing startup, you know, like I mentioned, our business, it's a ton of work. It's a lot of work. And, you know, I had all this knowledge for a year, two years, I was listening to all these podcasts, reading all these, you know, articles about how to do this, how to do that with online marketing, and learning a ton. And, you know, I had all this amped up energy ready to unleash And I just didn't know what I wanted to unleash it on. And so instead of, you know, I had some good ideas, but I just didn't have that great idea. And I feel like it would have been a big waste of my effort and energy to unleash it on something that was good. But maybe my heart wasn't 100 percent behind. So just kind of biding my time and waiting for that right opportunity. I think that patience is what, you know, I think is a huge thing that a lot of people miss.
0: So Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Harry and myself today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com, just type Harry in the search bar, his show notes page will pop right up, and of course, the rideshareguy.com and pfpro.com is where you can find more about him. And Harry, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today, and for that, we salute you. And we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Awesome. Thank you, John.
0: Freepodcastcourse.com. Fire Nation, are you ready to share your message with the world? Are you prepared to ignite your brand in your business? Our free 15-day podcast course will show you how to do just that and so much more. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and start your podcasting journey today.